So you're on the dark web, okay? And I'm just going to say it straight up. I do have to be very careful about what I say because of YouTube. So I know my limits here. So if I do say a couple things very quickly or I don't say things properly, you know, wink, wink, nod, nod, you'll know why, but we'll see what happens. So anyways, you're on the dark web and you have a general idea of how to use it, how it works and things like that. Unfortunately, for those on YouTube, I'd love to put up Im images of the way things normally work and what you would see when you're on there. But it's, you know, it's tough without having this video get removed. So anyways. You're on the dark web, right? Next thing you know, you're you're trying, you're just seeing what it what's on there and things like that. And unfortunately, I can't even go into details. But anyways, what ends up then happening is that you say, okay, you know, I've had enough of this. I don't want anything to do with this. You then delete all of the things you had to get in order to get onto the dark web. Some of you might know what I'm talking about. Some of you may not. But anyways, long story short, you erase everything that you had on there but then you wake up the next day everything's fine you're going about your business it's you know uh, law enforcement hasn't caught you doing anything on there or anything like that but you know a handful of days and weeks go by and you start noticing every night that you go to sleep you then end up waking up the next morning with scratches but more and more scratches and then eventually the scratches stop but then you start seeing you know beings uh, paranormal beings that's the most that you could probably conclude it to uh, all around your house and then as you're going about your day, not only that, but a handful of weeks later, as you're going about your day, you start seeing different beings out in public. But they're wearing these clothes that look like they're, they're from many hundreds of years ago, some cases 50 years ago, other cases 500, other cases, you know, 100, 200 years ago and things like that. And you start saying, what the hell? Now, before I go on. I'm, trust me when I tell you that might not have been the best example, but you're going to see what I mean. I do want to say that we do have a Patreon. I would have loved to give more shout outs to people, but I'm pre-recording this. So by the time this comes out and all that, uh, it might be a handful of days that I'm already on uh, out of the studio and away. But anyways, let's jump into it. The tour using the dark web to host Morgulon sacrifices. So for those that use the dark web, I want to say very recently, you may have noticed that there has been a... Um, I guess you could say a purge, if you will, uh, a cleansing of the dark web. Now, in pure theory, could the CIA, could the Mossad, could the MI6 get rid of the dark web? Absolutely, they could if they really wanted to. But why won't they? Because it seems as though and not just that, but there will be evidence to support this, that the dark web is actually being used for different energetic forums with those within the intelligence community and extraterrestrials. Now, what do I mean by this? Well, when we take a look at the fact that within quantum physics, physicists have found in their studies that the study and composition and foundation of the mathematical patterns and geometric patterns that comprise the, the core concept and foundation of what we know to be the internet actually has similarities to that when studying the universe, if you will, studying the matrix or, you know, um, the theory of everything, whatever you want to call it, the, 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 the world that we live in, right? This, this third dimension, whatever you want to re refer to it as. It has actually been found through total coincidence. Now, we can argue that maybe it hasn't been because extraterrestrials were planning this all along through the use of drop feeding to us and knowing that we would develop something like the Internet. But the dark web actually acts as a forum to hide different holographic towns, if you will. And I know I've spoken about this before, but I'm adding on to this exact elaboration here because it seems as though they're using that to sacrifice different Morgulons. Now, what are Morgulons? Let's take a look right here. So. According to Wikipedia, Morgulans is the informal name, and hopefully Morgulans, hopefully I said that right, 
Morgulans is the informal name of a self-diagnosed, scientifically unsubstantiated skin condition in which individuals have sores that they believe contain fibrous material. It is not well understood, but the general medical consensus is that it is a form of delusional parasitosis. The sores are typically the result of compulsive scratching, and the fibers, when analyzed, are consistently found to have originated from clothings and other textiles. Now, end quote. We can talk about the origination of it and all that but long story short you really think they don't know what morgulons are they know what they are it's just that they cannot reveal it on a public level because it'll open up a can of worms and metaphorically the genie will come out of the bottle relative to what other questions will be asked within the scientific community which will then defy the structure of stem science technology engineering mathematics which will make the whole um, foundation of our institution collapse in in other words basically right i would dare to argue folks that based on my research the re the revelation of what morgulons actually are and things like that are is would actually be more damaging to the world than that of which for example if the cure for cancer were to be revealed or something like this now let's take a step back at the previous public episode at soulless humans here now so let's take a look at this right here so using the Sassiopanes provided using clues sorry uh, that the Sassiopanes provided which is an ancient culture a clearer picture emerged that two races may exist and that once the biblical gloss was removed meaning that the whole concept of religion and all that Moravia's description was accurate they will they were able to deepen our understanding by situating the pre-Adamic race with hyperdimensional reality and the matrix control system so take a look at this let's look at four points they raised the pre-Adamic race serves as portals between the levels of density end quote now before i go on i just want to say it says here pre-adamic meaning pre-adam and eve now again you don't have to subscribe to that this is just a, a starting point of giving the description of the first known recordings of humanity so anyways they are very efficient machines and the best ones cannot be discerned except by long and careful observation they steal energy from sold beings so as to emulate them they make up one half of humanity end quote and take a look at this this has to do with again Again, organic portals organic portals being us which is why i use the example at the beginning of again you're surfing the dark web and then you close it up you close up shop you know and you never go back again but all of a sudden these paranormal instances start happening to you because again the extraterrestrial confines of the control system is connected to the paranormal events that are spiritually ingrained within the cosmos and within what quantum physicists are studying at a public level that they say they cannot figure out publicly and i do believe them because they're probably not let in on the loop of things but anyways let's take a look right here where does the energy come from from that recharges organic portals and this is actually a question and answer between a journalist and allegedly i'm not kidding folks an interdimensional being now take this as you will but i do want to present it because it's in, it's important to put the information out there and you as an individual can decide for yourself it's not for me to tell you what to believe or not believe but let's but it is consistent with a lot of energetic quote-unquote experiments that will be that we'll see shortly the and then the answer from the being is the pool you have described the pool meaning again half of the human population does the recharging of the soul to being come from a similar pool only maybe the human pool? No, it recharges. This is the being now speaking. It recharges from the so-called sexual center, which is a high center of creative energy and quote. Now, before I go on, I just want to mention too. a lot of people say, and I'm, I'm again, I'm all about being respectful, but we have to call things like they are. So I'm just going to say it like this. A lot of people say whether man or woman, when they're sexually aroused, they actually have better, more stimulating ideas. Now, this is a bit of a fun fact. And if you're 
you're listening with kids, I encourage you don't listen. For, uh, you, you make sure they don't listen for the next handful of seconds. But for those who don't know, a lot of elites, believe it or not, according to their girl, ex-girlfriends, ex-wives, Epstein being one of them, actually used to have sex with women. All right. And they would right before they were about to climax sexually, they would stop and then they would actually go and work on their business or whatever company or business they were running. And then they would orgasm later on. Why is that the case? They personally believed that their creative senses were more in tune in a transhumanistic state than that of which if they were not. Again, a lot of people thought that was crazy, but clearly we're seeing some evidence to support this because it is relative to the way in which, for example, it's like boosting your computer when it's starting to slow down, finding ways to boost it. How do you boost it? Well, you know, you close some programs that might be slowing it down and things like that. And then it focuses all of its CPU power on that one window that you have open or that one program. It's the same idea. You see what I'm saying? So take a look here. During sleep, the emotional center, not being blocked by the lower intellectual center and the moving center, transduces the energy from the sexual center. It is also the time during which the higher emotional and intellectual centers can rest from the drain of the lower center's interaction with those pesky organic portals so much loved by the lower centers. Now, again, folks, before I go on, we could be referring to the chakra and things like that, but let's carry on. This respite alone is sufficient to make a difference, but more than that, the energy of the sexual center center is also more available to the other high centers. All right. It is in direct contact with seventh density in its feminine creative thought of, of thou I love and things like that. Okay. Anyways now, but here's the interesting part. Notice this. It produces pulsation and unstable gravity waves End quote. Think about that for a second, folks. These are organic portals. Why? Gravitational waves are nothing more than that of the concept of the way we can transduce, uh, reduce it to, the, to the, the perspective of magnets, if you will, right? The same way that electromagnetic frequencies seem to correspond to that of magnets at the same time. So let's take a look right here at this, uh, at this right here. Project Woodpecker, okay? Project Woodpecker pertains to the electro electron, excuse me, cyclotron resonance heating method now being used to alter the Earth's magnetic field in order to modify weather, create or trigger earthquakes and volcanoes, spread viruses, hint, hint, quote, quote, but I'm not going to get into that, create the phenomenon known as, electro, known as electromagnetic pulse and modify behavior control amongst the populace, end quote. Notice something. You will, Pro Project Woodpecker does exist, but you will never find a formal document on it at least that will reveal this type of modification now do we care about modifying weather no it's more about modifying us and controlling us they're using our sexual centers as a way to control the esoteric aspect and it then filters back down frequentially okay folks to that in which a physical manifestation occurs which is why the elites have such messed up um rituals and 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 ceremonies and events of all these weird sexual proclivities and activities occurring it's almost like you're thinking what the hell this is very uh you know demonic satanic negatively oriented of course it is but it is negatively oriented relative to the heartbeat of the earth which is very unfortunate because that is not what the it's like giving um it's like feeding a baby but you're not giving it the food and the nutrients that it needs it's still being fed so it will live but it's not the same thing it's kind of like that when i'm saying when these elites lower themselves to the vibration of the earth in a negative 
format, right? And they understand that the control can modify the behavior using the electromagnetic pulses that our, regardless man or woman, that our sexual centers can actually, in fact, be able to, if you will, um, um, project or emit, which is why I say all the time, the answer is right in front of us when it comes to discovering these types of things. But again, the, the, this is why they're trying so hard to conceal it because each and every one of us has the ability to do this, not to sound corny, but anyways, let's carry on. Now you might be saying, Dave, what do Morgulons have to do with all of this? Well, I'm very glad you asked. Let's take a look right here. Starseedportal.org. Joseph Stalin's Human Z Experiments, the Ivanov Experiments. So Ilya Ivanovich Ivanov, hopefully I said the name right, was the first person to attempt to create a human-ape hybrid. As early as 1910, he gave a presentation to the World Congress of Zoologists in Graz, Austria, in which he described the possibility of creating such a hybrid by artificial insemination. All right, in 1920, 24. Keep in mind, folks, this is in the 20s. We're looking at about 100 years ago. So to say that they don't have this type of stuff secretly would be, I mean, respectively preposterous for us to think. But anyways, let's carry on. In 1924, while working at the Pasteur Institute in Paris, Ivanov obtained permission from the Institute's directors to use its, its experimental primate station in Candia, French Guinea, for such an experiment. Ivanov attempted to gain backing for his project from the Soviet government. Long story short, there are articles, uh, sorry, there are letters that can prove the fact that this, in fact, uh, did work. But here we go. In March 1926, Ivanov arrived at the Candia facility but stayed only a month without success. The Kindia site, it turned out, had no sexually mature chimpanzees. And quote, notice the maturation of sexuality transcends that of the frequential and esoteric aspect to metaphorically and also metaphysically correlate with that of this physical dimension. Now let's let's jump a little bit forward here. Let's take a look. Upon his return to the Soviet Union in 1927, Ivanov began an effort to organize hybridization experiments. And by the way, the reason why it initially failed was because they needed to be sexualized. And unfortunately, it doesn't need to be humans. Anything with the form of any type of energetic consciousness has to be sexualized. But anyways, let's carry on began an effort to organize hybridization experiments at Sukumi using ape sperm and human females. Eventually, in 1929, through the help of Gorbanov, he obtained the support of the Society of Materialist Biologists, a group associated with the Communist Academy. In the spring of 1929, the Society set up a commission to plan Ivanov's experiments at, insemina um, at inseminations had taken place. Ivanov learned, oh sorry, at Sukumi. They decided that at least five volunteer women would be needed for the project. Again, you notice this is why there's the continuation of the, the sexualization and the downputting of woman. It's so unfortunate to say, but it's it's unfortunately the reality, right? In June 1929, before any inseminations had taken place, Ivanov learned that the only post-pudescent male apes remaining at Sukumi had died. A new set of chimps would not arrive at Tsukumi until the summer of 1930, end quote. But where did they all go, right? Now, this is how, excuse me, this is how this correlates back to the concept of using the Tor for the dark web, which ironically enough, to get onto the dark web, you got to use something called the Tor browser, right? But at this, that's the most I can honestly say about this. But 
what's happening here is that the code from the public end of the internet is that of the curation and control of intelligence agencies, but it is much more loosened on the back end. And these intelligence agencies need this because in a metaphysical sense, and also in an energetical sense with that of relative to Raytheon and to Rothel and DARPA, which is from the, 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 the previous public episode, excuse me, What's happening is that the Tor browser and the dark web actually allow for quantum entanglement to disseminate a form of virtual meetings between extraterrestrials and human beings in order to control and curate certain parts of the world. For example, we see what's going on in Israel right now, which is very unfortunate. There's probably going to be a meeting, I'm not joking, between extraterrestrials and human beings via the dark web because of the way that the code is ingrained within the sexualistic aspect of human beings to project that form of energy in a sexual sense to correlate with that of the energetic resonation of the way in which physics connects to the dark web and its composition of it. With that being said, that is also why, which I'll end it off right here, that is also why, folks, if you notice, when there's real pictures of aliens that get onto the public end of the internet, nobody cares. It's just like, hey, you know, the government says it's not true. They put it in some tabloids and they use the, you know, the typical psychological warfare aspect that we all know of that we discuss on this show many times over. And it's like, hey, you know, we wash our hands of it. That's it. No problem. Right. But how come the CIA is so privy and so quick to cover up images of extraterrestrials from the dark web that are slowly making its way onto the front end of the inter of the Internet, excuse me, such as Reddit and things like that? Why? Because when real images from that of the Tor meetings with Within the dark web, um, I guess you could say matrix entanglement using quantum computing get revealed to society, it starts to worry these intelligence agencies because it actually shows that through all the disinformation, people like yourself and myself are pulling through the grass, if you will, and are actually being able to say, look, we may have a picture of a legitimate alien, but th these types of aliens are not meant to be seen only towards the elites. But again, this is the risk of keeping the dark web opened. But if they shut the dark web down, it's going to look even more suspicious. So they're being put in a corner here in a lot of ways. Now, don't get me wrong it's not like they're losing control if you will but they're being put in a metaf metaphorical corner that we're almost very close to being able to say hey you know we we can see you sort of thing right so let me know what you think and we'll catch you guys next time cheers